This is where they fought the Battle of Gettysburg. 50,000 men died right here on this field, fighting the same fight that we're still fighting amongst ourselves today. This green field right here, painted red, bubbling with the blood of young boys, smoke and hot lead pouring right through their bodies. Listen to their souls, man. I killed my brother with malice in my heart. Hatred destroyed my family. You listen. You take a lesson from the dead. If we don't come together right now on this hollow ground, too will be destroyed. Just like they were. I don't care if you like each other or not, but you will respect each other. And maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll learn to play this game like men. song gets me hyped up and ready to record. Mm. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are back again with another episode of the Stupid Podcast. My name is Jake Heffelfinger. We are back. This is the One It's All Podcast. How's everybody doing? Boy, was I wrong about the Tennessee Titans this past Sunday. Wow. They really showed up. It made the Rams look real dumb in that game. I can't help but be impressed with that team after that performance. I know everybody was knocking them after losing Derrick Henry. But they went out to L.A., executed, did what they had to do, and proved me wrong. I'm sorry to my Nashville family. I am sorry. I, you know, I can't imagine a lot of people picked them to win that game. So if you did, kudos to you. This week, I did go 11-3. and 11-3. and three. So the three that I missed were pretty off-the-wall results. I don't think anybody really picked Jacksonville to beat Buffalo. Now, I'm not as shocked at Jacksonville actually beating them. I'm more or less shocked that it was only 9-6. to six. I mean, that those defenses came to play. Jacksonville, I mean, they, they're showing – I mean, the, to, be the, to win a game like that without Trevor Lawrence, that's impressive. If anything, they might have a better defense down there than people thought. So, I mean, other teams take notice. Although Buffalo's schedule really hasn't been great, so (laughs) take it for what you want. It's probably a one-off because I can't imagine a lot of other weeks Dallas would have got hammered by the Broncos the way they did. Was wrong on that one, too. I definitely picked Dallas to beat Denver. 
Denver's one of those damn teams, man. <laughs> Just when you pick them or when you go against them, they win and then you put your money on them and you bet and then you look they just can't seem to be consistent with anything. So yeah, there that that was those were the two big ones this past week. Yeah, and the Titans I got wrong. So 11 and 3. What did you do? What did, what was you out there let me know what did you guys go this week? Did you make your picks? Because I'm about to make my week 10 picks here, but if anybody picked those three games right, I would love to hear about it because you got you got talent, my friend. You got talent if you picked those three games correct because I thought for sure that I had those in the bag. I did pick Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh tried their damnedest to lose that game. And that referee, if you haven't seen it in the Pittsburgh-Chicago Monday night game, the referee with this guy after stopping the Steelers, so the Bears were about to get the ball back. You can look it up on YouTube. It's unbelievable. The player's running off the field. The ref steps back, puts his ass into it, hits the guy, and then throws a damn flag. That's the most gangster move I've ever seen on national TV. Threw the flag, gave Pittsburgh a first down. The rest is history. Pittsburgh did everything they do to try to lose that game. I'm not convinced that that team is a championship caliber team. But they have a very, very good defense most of the time. And defense can take you far. So there's that. And you can never count out a team like that. So week nine went 11 and three. Now, I'm just going to get right into it here. Just going to start. Here we go. Let's go. Week, week 10, baby. We start off on Thursday night. Thursday night, we got Baltimore at Miami. I don't even think that's it. I think Miami puts up a little bit of a fight for three quarters, makes it look real good. But I think, but I'm taking Baltimore as I would assume that that the talent on that team would kind of overshadow some of the mistakes they might make. I think Miami shows some fight. Baltimore then ultimately wins, which helps Miami's draft stock. So Baltimore Thursday night. Going into Sunday. She wants to make picks too. Going into Sunday. We have Atlanta at Dallas. Do I dare take Dallas again? And by the way, I am picking on the fly here. That's what makes this more interesting was when I just go on the fly here, make my picks, and then we judge them and see where the real talent lies. So um, in this game, Atlanta showed a lot of fight against New Orleans, but I think it comes to an end. If Dak's 100% healthy and he plays his game, Dallas will win this one, so I'm taking the Cowboys. Saints at, at Titans. Do I dare bet against the Titans again? I don't know who the Saints quarterback's going to be. I, again, I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, I just think the quarterback play, Tannehill makes just enough plays more than what the Saints got to offer. So I'm going to go with Nashville. I'm going to take Tennessee in this game, so I'm taking the Titans on this one. Jacksonville at Indy, taking Indy. Indy's offensive line has been getting better and better with each week, and I fully anticipate that team making a push over the next few weeks and really catching attention of the rest of the league. That offensive line's no joke. Cleveland at New England. Man, Cleveland looked good against Cincy last week, but I think Bill Belichick's going to have Mayfield uh, Baker's number. The old Baker's dozen. So, yeah, man. I think Bill and the Patriots get the job done at home. Cleveland, they're just not disciplined enough, too many penalties. And I think Bill's team outlasts them on taking the Patriots at home. Buffalo at New York will be real quick in this one. This won't even be a ball game. 
I'm taking Buffalo. They're going to bounce back from that Jets from that Jaguars game, and they're they're going to lay it down on the Jets. The Jets will be in comeback mode again. If you got a sneaky pick, start either Corey Davis or Elijah Moore on that one. Yes, I said that. They'll be playing from behind, and they'll be airing it out. Detroit at Pittsburgh. I will be at this game, so if you see your boy at the ball game, give me a high five, and I'll give you one back. My first game at Heinz Field, so I'm very much looking forward to it. I'll be in Pittsburgh for the weekend. Might even do an episode out there. But Pittsburgh and this one, no no worries about this one. Detroit is a shit show, and they more than likely will go winless this season. Maybe one win, but either way, they will have the number one pick. Tampa! Hey! Tampa! Hey! My Bucks at the Washington Redskins. <coughs> I mean, football team. <laughs> the Bucks at the football team. So stupid. Now, let me just preface this because you know the Bucks are my squad and I'm trying not to be a homer here. If Washington is fully healthy, that defensive line's fully healthy. The Bucks are without Gronk and the Bucks are without Antonio Brown. Skins are coming off a bye week. If they can get the run going and Heineke can play the way they did, in the playoffs last year, I do give the Washington a legit chance to upset the Bucks. However, I do feel the power of Brady after a loss coming off a of bye week will reign superior. They'll pull it out in the end. I'm taking Tampa, but I'm not sleeping on Washington this week. I would not be surprised if Washington stunned us and pulled out the victory this week. This feels like that kind of game. If the, if Tampa wasn't coming off a of bye week. I would have, I, I'm telling you right now, I'd have different thoughts. Now, going into the next game, I just saw that Sam Darnold's out. So I was going to take Carolina in the upset at Arizona. But if Sam Darnold's not there and they're playing with their backup quarterback, Christian McCaffrey is back. They put up a fight just like I feel uh, Miami might. But Carolina's just, they're going to they're gonna be out of sync. Arizona's just got too much firepower. Probably get A.J. Green back. Probably get some of their studs back. Arizona continues their hot start, takes out Carolina. The next game is I'm taking Minnesota to beat the Chargers in L.A. I think Dalvin Cook goes for 110 and has a healthy, healthy reception count. I think they dink and duck, and he's ultimately the key factor as they go into L.A. and beat the Chargers. I think the Chargers are up and down more than anything. Very good defense. Herbert looked good last week. It was at Philly, though, and Sorry, fam. Philly's not that good. So I'm taking Minnesota on the road against the Chargers. Book it. All right, the next one's a team of inconsistency and underachievers. We got the Birds. The Philadelphia Eagles at the Denver Broncos. Now, for this one, this one's tough because you can see it going either way, right? If the Denver team that played against the Cowboys shows up, Denver, no problem. But then you got Philly, who tends to be sneaky sometimes. Man, I tell you what. I think this game comes down to home field advantage. So I'm going to give this game. I'm going to take Denver and mile high. Book it. This game is a matter if both quarterbacks play. Seattle at Green Bay. Now... I'm sure you've heard about Dan Rogers bullshit that everybody's crying about. And then you have Seattle 
Russell Wilson could possibly be back this week. If both quarterbacks play and both teams are at full health, I'm taking Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers is going to have a point to prove. He's going to be angry. And once again, that home field in Lambeau is no joke. Now, if somehow Aaron Rodgers does not play, you should be more alarmed than you think you are. If that doesn't bother you, because it's not about it's not about the story at that point. It's about censorship. It's about control because nobody tests positive and usually misses more than a game. They come back, they're fine. If he doesn't play, it's a there's a there's a deeper control thing going on here that reaches beyond that, which would be it 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 would be a what's the best word to use for this? It would be ridiculous. I'll just go with that. It would be ridiculous. And you should take notice of bigger things if they do that. It's like when people are getting censored on on the social media platforms for having difference of opinion about things. You are entitled to your own free speech. You are entitled to believe what you want to believe. You cannot out you cannot make me feel otherwise about that. That's where I stand. If Rogers doesn't play, man, that 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 that's a bigger thing. That's a bigger thing that people need to take notice of. But we'll keep it to football. If both players play, I'm taking Green Bay. If Aaron Rodgers is out, obviously I'm taking Seattle in this one. That's the afternoon main game on CBS. But I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna just go ahead and say both players will play. Both Russell and Green Bay. Russell's gonna hit DK Metcalf on a deep play. He's been feeding for it. Watch out. And then you got the Sunday night game, Chiefs at, at Raiders. I think this is another game where the Chiefs pull out. They're on the road at Vegas. Vegas is just in shambles right now. Actually, you know what? Derek Carr and they play the they play the Chiefs really well. And I don't think the Chiefs are getting a lot of credit right now. Nobody's really scared of them. You know, I'm taking Kansas City in this one. I think Kansas City wins their back-to-back game. It's in prime time. I think the Raiders are doing what they always do. Start hot. They lose a couple. They've had a lot of it. But I think after this, they write the ship. But I, I will, for the sake of making my picks, take the Chiefs on that one. So book it, write it down. Chiefs at Vegas. Chiefs pull that one out. Mount Monday night is a battle of the NFC West. So you got the Rams fresh off that Titan-ass whooping. Titan worked them, boy. Hence the remember the Titans in the beginning. You see what I did there? And then plus it kind of relates to everybody needs to chill the fuck out and get along. You got the Rams, you got the 49ers in San Francisco. Jimmy Garoppolo to me is just not that good. Stafford is the key in this one. They'll they'll get it going here, that offensive line. And then I think the the running both teams are gonna have good running games. It's gonna be that kind of thing. But I think Stafford makes a couple extra throws. So Monday night football. I'm going to go ahead and book down, and we're going to take the Rams on the one that tall predictions for week number 10. Book it, write it down, take a picture. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, so there are your week, was a week, damn, it's week 10 already. That is unbelievable. So there are your week 10 picks. I'm taking Baltimore, I'm taking Dallas, I'm taking Titans, Colts, Patriots, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, Tampa. Arizona, Minnesota, Denver, Green Bay, Kansas City, Rams. Write it down. There we go. There we go. There we go. Yeah, so it's going to be a crazy week. There's been a lot going on, and NFL is perfect. They know how to create stories. They know how to keep things going. 
I mean, this the stuff coming out day in and day out. I mean, if you don't like football, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, it's impossible to predict who's going to be in the Super Bowl at this point. And don't forget, it's seventeen game season. So I'll be back on the on the next episode. We'll be doing the picks again. So write it down. I went eleven and three last week, and let's keep track towards the end of the year, and we can compare records and see what's what. All right, switching gears here a little bit. Once again, thank you for everybody for tuning in. I know I kind of shot out of the gate there. Thank you for tuning in. This is episode number twenty four. This podcast has been. I mean, it's it it is almost therapeutic to me at this point. It's becoming one of those things where I just turn on the mic and go and just kind of say what I feel right, wrong, or indifferent. It's just how I feel at the moment. So I appreciate you tuning in, taking the time as I do believe in free speech, not hate speech and speaking your mind and not being controlled by what other people tell you to do. So thank you for listening. And don't forget to go on to all the platforms, all the, the social medias, everything follow comment even if you hate it like subscribe the whole nine it just helps with everything it helps with my promotions it helps build the podcast it just helps now we're i'm gonna go right into it so typically when you go to the gym right you don't see a lot of tall real beefy dudes you see bigger dudes a lot of them are in the nfl i was curious how many bodybuilders were out there that were really tall what's the tallest one now the one the most famous one is the mountain, right? If you ever watch Game of Thrones, the mountain, he's gigantic. But did you know that he is not the world's tallest bodybuilder? The one that actually is, there's a picture of him standing next to the mountain online and dude is massive. His name is the world's tallest bodyguard for this week's or this episode's tall fact. Tallest bodybuilder, Oliver Richters, makes the mountain look tiny. Most people will know the mountain. Simply, the man is Colossus. But he is nothing compared to Oliver Richters, who is an incredible seven foot two bodybuilder. Bodybuilder makes the mountain look small. This dude is a beast. He was tall, he was slanky, skinny, and everything growing up, and he decided to be he said he stuffed his face with every kid he could find. He in the beginning only gained fat. I didn't know anything about nutrition or what my body needed to grow. I went to the gym for the first time in my 20s and gained 20 kilos in two years. This dude is big. He's what all of us tall guys should achieve. He looks like he takes care of himself. This might be my new man crush. <laughs> yeah, and there's a picture of him on a planet. It just looks it looks ridiculous. Seven foot two bodybuilder. Jesus. Way to make me look bad, bro. Way to make me look bad. I wonder how many calories this guy intakes a day. I wonder if it says it in this. He weighs... Seven foot two. As you can imagine, Oliver says he wolfs down seven meals a day, totaling 6,400 calories. 64. He takes in 450 grams of protein a day. I couldn't do that on my best day. I mean, I pound things sometimes and I only get up to like 120 grams of protein. How does this guy even live? His shits must be terrible. My God. All those calories, all that protein. Good for him. Yeah, look him up. Go give him a follow. His name again is Oliver Richters. He is the world's tallest bodybuilder. So he can lift up your house and clean the top of your fridge and change your light bulb. Why lifting you up and whatever? I mean, Jesus, this dude's massive. I can't get over this. I have a lot of work to do. (laughs) I have a lot. He was, he heard that he, he got casting for Kingsman about a year and a half ago and he got 
the role and it brought him into tears. My God, this guy's living the dream. Oh man. Damn. Seven, two bodybuilder. 60. That's too many damn calories. I can't, I'm going to try to do that much protein in one day. I mean, six, eight compared to seven, two, that's not even close. God, he must hit his head. And when he hits his head, it breaks the house. He probably walks in, hits his head. Mine hurts my head, cracks it. He must break the, the, the door ledge or the door panels. He must chandeliers move out of his way. Yeah, the dude couldn't, it'd be probably hard. He has to do straight weights, I would assume. That's just a lot. That's just, he has to eat like shitty food too to gain those calories because they can't, there's no way he eats all those clean calories every day. That's crazy. All right, well, there you go. Man crush of the day. The dude is a beast. Oliver, big shout out, man. I see you. Can somebody explain to me why they're bringing back Tiger King too? Joe Exotic, Netflix is bringing back the Tiger King 2. Why? Why, 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 why? I mean, Netflix is proving to do anything to get people talking. That's why they released that ridiculous Colin Kaepernick documentary. I won't even get going on that. I mean, very heavy for a privileged sport for athletes that are living out their dream to compare it to slavery. Come on, man. Very, 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 you reached and you and you fell short. I don't think it hit the mark they were intending to do. You can only shock value can only take you for so long. I can't take the dude seriously because what within the last year he's posted numerous times that he's ready to be back in the NFL at any moment. He's willing to try out. He wants to do all that in a third. He wants to be on a team. He's ready to play. Nobody picks you up. Now you're saying they're slavery. Come on, man. All right, but Joe Exotic, I guess it's coming back in November. It'll be around in about a week, November 17th, right about that. Tiger King 2 will premiere. I don't I guess it's gonna be a lot of Carol Baskin. It's gonna be new operators, Joseph Maldonado Passage. So he'll be the big thing to talk about. Fully expecting everybody to go nuts on this, but it's not gonna have the same effect, in my opinion, that it did when it first came out. Cause it first came out in the beginning of the pandemic when everybody was like, who, he, what the fuck? Nobody knew what to do. Sweatpants were living large. You thought it was accept. I mean, you had nothing else to do with binge on TV, but I'm sure it'll be uh, popular. I just don't know why you got to bring it back. It's probably going to be a lot of him begging to get out of jail. Probably did a lot of phone calls with him in prison. Some of the characters have died. Like, I wonder if that girl that got her hand bit off is going to be back on there. She was a soldier. I think her name was Kelsey. That Kelsey girl that always wore the backward hat. Carol Baskins, you know she's going to be glowing in it. And... Does that dude, you remember Jeff Lowe, the one that wore the, the, he always wore the Oakley hat with the bandana because he's bald and thought he was tough. That dude has a very, very punchable face. (laughs) Yeah, that guy's definitely got a Napoleon complex. How tall is he? So I got him up right here. Jeff Lowe. Let's see if it says his height. Jeff Lowe height. Let's see if he's Napoleon complex is what I think. And he's 5'6". So there you go. Tigers are taller than him. He thought he was the badass, the hustler, and he always had that young, hot girl with him that you knew he paid for. He probably brought on the show to get her some fame and notoriety. I mean, I can't blame him for that aspect of it. Yeah, so Tiger King 2 is coming back. My man Snoop Dogg, hip-hop legend. 
Now, if this news is true, all my 80s, 90s, early 2000s hip-hop heads, maybe not early 2000s, it's kind of off the radar from that point. Snoop Dogg says he should be, he wants to bring back and start up and be in control of Death Row Records. Death Row, baby. And it's peak Dr. Dre, Snoop, Pac, the whole night. I mean, Nate Dogg, Dog Pound. That that record label was that they ran things in its prime. I mean, that talk about it with the big record labels growing up that I where Death Row, Bad Boy were the most infamous ones. You had So So Def, Murder Inc. Who else was there? You had So So Def. Who was the Outcast label? So So Def, Murder Def Jam was the big one. Def Jam was it was the out of all those record labels, but Death Row ran supreme. Yeah, so. If that's true, I feel like from a business standpoint, if anything, with all the stuff coming out, the nostalgia of everything, this could work. And Snoop Dogg, he stands the test of time. This dude goes down different avenues, nothing but respect. If you haven't seen him on Trailer Park Boys, he is absolutely hilarious. Check it out. Trailer Park Boys is one of those comedies that's underrated. Go check it out on Netflix. But if Snoop can get that going get i mean music's all about catching momentum right you go you go away you come back it really seems like it only works that way in hip-hop and i i don't understand why that is but hip-hop's like the only one where they trash each other and you're only popular for so long like other musics other music genres they love you regardless but hip-hop for whatever reason they like to see you fall and they come back so if Snoop can use what he has now and get that record labor going again, Death Row's already got a following. They already got a name. I don't think Shug would be involved anymore, though. You release some unreleased Tupac material. Snoop releases a new album. I think he's got a new album coming out. Um, I t- it's on Def Jam, actually. So he, he goes, I think all of Death Row should be in my hands. I should be running that shit, Snoop said. Just like I'm in a position at Def Jam, Death Row means more to me because I helped create that. Get some good artists signed, do a couple features, maybe with Kendrick Lamar, get that West Coast style going again. I could see this working, and I'm in favor for it. Bring back all those record labels. If Murder Inc. can come back again, like after that versus battle, it looks like Ja might be getting going again. So if you can get all these record labels again, after Matt's going to have a run, they got the Super Bowl this year, so you know they're going to kill that. So let's get these guys going again. Let's let's make good music is more importantly because a lot of the new hip hop is dog shit. Just my two cents and a third. Yes, so I I hope they do that. That that would be good. I would I I would listen to that or entertain it. Get a death row T shirt. They still to me have one of the coolest logos there was back then. That when they were on the death row chair, that was really cool. So, and stupid boxing news. Why isn't there any real boxing going on? So you got former NBA all-star Darren Williams is fighting old ass uh, Frank Gore running back for every team in the NFL. Why? And they're the undercard on the, not Tyson Fury, but his brother Fury against Jake Paul. Why? I guess from a business standpoint, I can't be too mad at it because if people are buying it, what the hell? But what happened in the real boxing? Canelo just had a fight this past weekend, and he dominated. Knocked that dude out clean in the 10th or 11th, I think. 
But why? I probably shouldn't even be talking about it on the, on here. Just to, I don't want to give it any any shine. But I don't. I I guess in that one, I'll take Frank Gore to catch Darren Williams. Frank Gore never gets hurt. He's always there. I guess no team picked him up, so he figured he had to fight somebody. People are asking for Eli Manning to be fired because if you haven't seen the Manning on Manning during Monday Night Football, I think a few episodes ago he did the double bird on national TV. Let's fire him. It was so offensive. Who? You act like you don't see this on a daily basis. It, it was a jet. <laughs> I guess for me, I don't have the sensitivity to it. I don't know how many kids are watching Monday Night Football that late or if you're watching the broadcast. It was after a certain amount of time. Don't act like the TV shows that you don't watch in front of your kids don't have worse sometimes. Doesn't mean for the dude to get fired. It doesn't mean to out him. It was funny. Him and Eli are, or him and Peyton are funny as hell. Like, so ESPN does Monday Night Football. I think this is on ESPN 2 or one of the other ones where they talk about the game and you can watch it with Eli and Peyton. And it's funny. They, are, they, they do a really good job. They have other people come in and talk about the game in question. And I guess he double flicked the camera. Now, apology, okay. Do that, but call him for his head. Come on, man. He tried to do that. What did you say? I mean, you don't... It To me, it doesn't seem like it's that serious to get rid of the guy. If he comes out and apologizes, will y'all be happy with that? Jesus. It's just always something, man. My goodness. My goodness, everybody just loves to see people getting fired, man. It's crazy. When did we become that way? <laughs> I don't like that. They need to be fired. You realize if it was like that at your job, you had a bad day, you said something that you regret and they fired you for it, they let you go. It's crazy. They're already doing enough of that is with this vaccination thing. Inflation's at a 30-year high. That means something, right? It means something's not working gas is so damn expensive it just feels like everything's out of whack right now whatever the powers that be are in charge of that that's that's on them it's just it's crazy time man gas is pricey again food's pricey again i heard you can't even go to mcdonald's and spend less than 10 bucks anymore on things even mcdonald's is paying the price hey you got to find happiness where you can because right now shit is crazy just everything costs money Everything's expensive and they're getting rid of jobs and they're firing people. Even if you work remotely, it's crazy, crazy times. That's why you got to try to keep the positive energy going and just don't look at other, anything else. Cause look, doing looking at everything's not going to be good for the brain. <laughs> I hate when it gets me fired up. It's it just pay attention, man. Pay attention. Bigger things are going on. And just try to find happiness. You're you're in charge of that. You're in charge of finding your own way. You're in charge of making sure that you're in the right mindset. You're in charge just of your actions and how you do things. Somebody might be a dick to you, but you're in charge of your response to them. Lord knows I grew up early, early days, man. That Irish temper comes out and I usually just speak. Then I realize that there's nothing really productive that comes from that. Sometimes people deserve it. Sometimes people do deserve it. Sometimes I think people just forget what it's like, like how I grew up. If you said the wrong thing to somebody, there's a good chance you might catch a fist to the face. I feel like with the internet age, people just kind of talk 
Like they forget that that could happen. Talk a mean game. Mike Tyson says everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the mouth. I just feel like that that fear is like, come on. You can't be talking wild like this with no consequences. Type it on the keyboard. Crazy times, man. Find the peace. Find the positivity. It's always there. It's always there. Sometimes you got to just back away. Back away and look for it. Back away and look for it. I still can't believe Darren Williams is fighting. I just can't make sense of anything anymore. Can somebody explain what's going on to me? Or am I the only one thinking this craziness? I can't be the only one. All right, let's see if I can give you any fantasy football news as of today. Christian McCaffrey looks like he might be back. AJ Brown was limited in practice on Wednesday, but show he should be good. To, he will be good to go. I'm going to call it again. Is 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 Julio going to do something, or is Julio just going to be like this? He'll have one big game. This is what you kind of expected. I, if he can get a run going at the end, and put together, the Titans will be in good shape. It looks like Tua might miss another game. Remember the tank for Tua. He was the one that everybody was tanking for that year. And look where it got you. That shows you that it's not a guaranteed thing. And I kind of, I love that competition about the NFL. (sighs) Crazy times, people. Crazy times. I hit my head the other day. And flying to Pittsburgh is not going to get me excited about that. Because the last couple of times I've flown, when I stand up, because people are rushing to the front of the door, I've hit my head on the top when I'm not thinking because I'm just getting up and trying to get out of the way. Peeing in a bathroom on a plane? No joke. No joke. The struggle is real. The struggle is absolutely real. Everything, when I go to the bathroom on a plane, I have to watch and make sure the coast is clear. Because getting up takes a few minutes because I got to get out of the way of everybody. I got to bend in weird positions. Got to make room. And then God forbid that thing's taken. I got to stand there half crutched over just making eye contact with people. That's kind of fun to do, by the way. Just kind of look at them. (laughs) See what they say. It's kind of like when somebody sings happy birthday to you. What do you do? I'm locking in right at you. No holds barred. Straight at you, baby. Just looking into your soul, making you sing every word of happy birthday to me. And we're going to have a moment. It's kind of like that when you're standing. Thank God I never have to take a shit on an airplane. I always make a conscious effort never to eat Chipotle before I go flying. Sometimes coffee can be a real gamble there. I'm really rolling the dice. But just going to the bathroom, I mean, peeing and like you're in there. And if I hit turbulence, my God, it's everywhere. Splash, splash, splash. And I always come out and I wonder what I look like. I wonder if I ever look like I just went through something. Because I feel when I'm in there, I'm like nervous, stressed. It's it's there's not a lot of room. I'm always afraid the door's gonna pop open or I'm gonna fall out. Turbulence hits. It's just never fun. So ever don't think being tall is an easy thing. On an airplane, man, I wish I was five five. Could get in and out. So I'm, I'm pumped for that. The more I fly, the more troublesome it becomes. You don't even know. You think you know, but you have no idea. What was that from the old, uh, 
Was it MTV Diary? You think you know, but you have no idea. All right, you know the drill. Hit me up, like, follow, subscribe, download. What are your concerns these days? What do you feel about that Travis Scott thing? Like, or I, why is he getting? He, I guess he was the main show. What was it the Astro World Festival? People were getting injected with drugs, and it caused a stampede. Like I read that somebody, people were getting poked in the neck, like injected with like, was it like adrenaline stuff like that? That's crazy. That's crazy, man. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Who does that? Who injects people with things and just watch it? Eight people died. Imagine going to a concert. Eight families are just impacted, right? Some of them were 14. 14 years old. Going to a concert and you come back dead because people are... Craziness, people. Find the positivity. Find the positivity. There's nothing positive about that story, but damn it. You can watch, you can just look at anything or even when I'm trying to look at news stories or whatever the fun, I got to be very, very careful because with these algorithms, 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 with these algorithms, damn, I can't say algorithm. I can't <laughs> algorithm <laughs> that they have. You, you hit one thing and next thing you know, there you have eight things about that in a row and you're going down this dark hole and you're just angry for no reason. Keep trying to find the motivational stuff, the happy stuff, the fun stuff, stuff to smile about. Have you ever, (laughs) it's the smiling thing for me. You ever notice on the news, right? They'll have 30 minutes of shit. And then the shortest story of the entire news thing is like, and in positive news, like at the end of this real quick segment about what went right or something that was good. How do, who picks that? And why is that not what you lead the show off with? I don't know, man. Feels like, feels like, feel, it feels, doesn't feel right to me. I don't know if I'm getting older and crankier or just becoming more aware. Or it's probably, it's got to be a combination of both. This is why Snoop needs to take over death row. Bring some normalcy back. Bring something we're all familiar with. Put out some classic records. Make a good album. Bring back the squad. Do it right. Make sure you're always finding the positive. Make your picks this week. I want to know what you got. I want to know what you did. Keep track of your scores. and We'll keep pair. We'll compare as the year goes on. Thank you again for listening to this. I think I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up now. If you have any interest of ever being on the show, message me. If you have anything you want me to talk or bring up, anything real estate wise, anything comedy wise, anything movie wise, anything TV wise, pretty much anything, hit me up, people. Want it all on Instagram, want it all buzzsprout.com. Constantly working on new material, constantly working on ideas, constantly working on myself, constantly working for the next thing, constantly trying to be better. 2022 is going to be a kick-ass year. I'm going to make it that way. I'm going to speak it into into existence. And you're going to see. You're going to see how it's going. You're going to see. I'm going to talk. Even when I'm down and out, you will know. Ups and downs, smiles and frowns. There you go. That's enough rambling for me for one segment. 
Again, people, thank you very much for listening to this crazy, stupid show. I always appreciate it. See you next time. Love y'all. Peace. Yeah. Hip hop and jazz. Jazz, hip-hop, bond-like fusion Slow grooving sounds that get the crowd moving So for your amusement, we come to play A little Kenny G, a little Miles D, a little Sade I get busy when I listen to Dizzy And relax when I hear Cold Train on sax In fact, I feel my loneliness with keys from Thelonious Monk anytime, day or night, week or month So don't try to front like it's something you don't want It's jazz music, y'all Yeah it's jazz I can play music. this group here all night long Cause it makes me wanna move my feet uh. I really love my jazz When it's played with the hip-hop beat hip-hop The rhythm's got me moving, uh. grooving what? All up yeah. in this what? song hip-hop and jazz. What? Add a little hip-hop play jazz